close your eyes and imagine that one person that you can't stand. Because deep down, you wish you had their life. So now, instead of hating on them for just one second, try to figure out what it is about them that you are envious of. Is it the big house? Money? Promotion? Their confidence? Their body? Their partner? Whatever it is, be honest with yourself for just one moment. Even pause me speaking right now till you can finally admit what it is about this person that triggers you because they have something that you want. Take a notebook and write it down. And now, by the end of this year, whatever it is that you just wrote down will be yours. Hi guys, I'm Violetta Benson and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting. I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for supporting me another year of this podcast and supporting me in general. I am so thankful I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you and I'm so excited for this new chapter for us in our lives and for 2023 I know it's going to be our year, aside from the fact that the episodes that I'm dedicating this month will help us achieve everything we've ever wanted, starting with today's episode on how to be delusional and how to have that main character energy. But I did just want to start off by saying I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you guys. I know this, and that is why I'm so thankful for y'all. If it wasn't for you listening to my podcast every single week, sharing all my episodes, helping me be one of the top mental health podcasts, I would be stuck, I don't know, selling feet pics or something like that. And I'm sorry, you guys, but have you seen my feet? They're made for nightmares, okay? (laughs) They're exactly what horror films are based off of. Those are my struggling toes. No one wants to see that. I I have toes that only a mother could love. And even my mother is like, put some socks on. So if I had to sell my feet on, you know, what is whatever it's called, you feet, <laughs> whatever, people will probably be paying me just to not look at them, just so I can put away my feet. So that is why I'm so thankful to have you guys <laughs> supporting me and this podcast and believing in me as much as I believe in this podcast and the difference that we can make together. Today's episode is going to help us achieve our goals. It's so imperative and so important that you send this episode to a friend right now so you guys can do the exercises together that I'm going to be mentioning. And then by both of you listening to this episode, it will help you fully believe that it's going to happen, whatever it is that your goal is. So go ahead and share this episode right now with your friend, with someone else, whoever it is that you want to thrive. So you have to really love this person to share this episode with them, okay? If you hate them, you don't want them to thrive because your lives will change. I promise you, okay? We are done being miserable. So we are leaving all of the miserable shit in 2022. Goodbye. So get a journal and write down whatever it is that you want. I do not care how wild it is. Whatever you want, write it down. If that is to see my tits, it may seem wild, but you know what? Who knows? Write it down. If you do not write down everything you currently want, I swear to God, I will find you 
and I will come to your house and I will beat you with my words <laughs> because violence is never okay. Because physical violence, your body will heal, but emotional violence, <laughs> that's forever. It will ruin you, okay? So trust me, write it down so you can save me the trip because I do not have the miles right now to fly to you. So today and for the rest of the year, I have decided for us, I've made that decision that we are going to be delusional. Look, you've tried everything else and it hasn't worked out for you. So what's the harm in trying this? So when I'm talking about being delusional today, I don't mean that in a way where you are a complete psycho and create fake scenarios of how mean everyone else is to you or having jealousy issues, creating fake scenarios in your head that hurt you or hurt other people, or you try to justify ruining other people's lives if it benefits you. No. So when should you be delusional? Well, I think it's in how you view yourself and your life and your future. You should 100% romanticize your life and you should be delusional about every aspect of it. It will ultimately only benefit you for more than being stuck in some silly state of being quote unquote realistic, which often is just being negative. Being realistic, in my opinion, is for losers. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is for people that have given up and just want other people to give up with them. It's for people that just one day stop dreaming. The world was too much, the pain they couldn't endure, and they just decided this was it for me. They see the world in black and white. They think, well, I guess this is just as good as it's going to get. You know, what's the point? But honestly, you guys, when did we stop dreaming? I know, you know, as children, we dream so much and then things happen in our lives. Trauma, people hurt us, people let us down. And then one day we just give up and we stop dreaming. It's happened to all of us. It happens still even to me. At what age did we just completely give up hope that life can be exactly what we want it to be? just because people out there told us that we couldn't. Being delusional is not for the weak. That's where people get it wrong. People think that if you're delusional, you're crazy or childish, whatever it is. No, 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 no. It's not for the weak. You have to be strong <laughs> to be so fucking delusional that you just believe everything is meant for you. You have to be strong because many people around you will think you're crazy for that. And it also means that there will be days that you may be the only one cheering for yourself to get to the finish line. And that will have to suffice. The same people that tell us to be realistic are going to be the same people who will be first in line to congratulate you when you achieve that one thing that person told you to not even bother doing. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, I knew you could do it. Really? Really? Jail, bitch jail. Off with your head. Goodbye. According to psychologists, so this is real research, delusional people have a higher level of well-being and happiness than people who are not delusional. That's mad, I know. Evidence shows that people who hold pervasive positive illusions about themselves, their abilities, and their future prospects are mentally healthier, happier, and better liked 
than people who lack such illusions. Not only that, but research also shows that overconfident, deluded people are better at work. Moderate overconfidence is both pervasive and to your advantage because people maintain these beliefs by underweighing new information about their ability. How many times have I said this, that women need to have the same confidence in the workspace as much as a mediocre man? When you believe in your skills, when you believe that you're irreplaceable, not only do you start to act like you are, but then everyone around you starts to believe that as well. And if that's not all amazing, a little delusion is also important for another thing, love. Research shows that those with positive illusions about their relationships are more fulfilled, they score higher on love and trust, and they have fewer difficulties. It even shows that people who are unrealistic about their partners when they got married, they're actually more satisfied with their marriage three years later than those less idealistic people, those quote-unquote realists. Oh, of course I'm going to get cheated on. Oh, of course this is just, we're going to break up. Oh, of course he doesn't love me. Shut the fuck up. Why are you setting yourself up for failure? So just that alone should convince you to give this a go because this is real research. Are you tired of sitting on the sidelines and watching everyone else win? Why not aim for exactly what you want this year? What do you have to lose? What's the worst that can happen at this point? What, you tried? Good, good. I'm so glad you tried. Like my mother told me in the past, you can never do anything wrong unless you don't try. So what's the worst that can happen? You tried or what? Even worse than that, maybe you actually get what you want. Or you may not get what you want because you were aiming for the stars. But guess what? You aim for the stars, you at least land on the moon. And that's way more than where you started. So today, we are going to chat on three things of where you should be delusional in your life. And that is how people view you, how you view yourself, and how you view love. So let's start with how does this even work? So you basically just write it down and then forget about it? No, because trust me, I do that as well. And then I'm like, why is it not working? (laughs) And it's because you have to put in more power into it. You have to write it down often, your goals. You have to keep reading it over and over again. You have to actually start to believe that not only it's going to happen for you, it is happening for you. It's currently happening for you. You have to have those emotions. It's not just telling yourself, "Mm, Brian is in love with me or I am loved. It's actually feeling loved, feeling loved by Brian, whoever he is. And by the way, Brian, he loves you. Okay. He told me. You have to believe that it's already happening, that it's in existence. This is known as the law of assumption. It's basically a theory that maintains that what we assume to be true is what will eventually manifest and will become our reality. It's all about believing that you've achieved something, even if you haven't achieved it yet. But it's about believing that you have achieved it until whatever you're manifesting becomes your reality. I've been gatekeeping this for so long, but I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? I'm the luckiest girl in the world, honestly. When I walk into a room, everyone notices. People are drawn to me. People always want a piece of my energy. People always want to be my friend. People always want to work with me. And no, it's not because I'm the loudest in the room. Sometimes I walk in and I say nothing. 
It's not because I'm cocky and it's not because I'm a mean girl. I don't give a fuck about that type of energy. It's because I have so much fun being delusional as fuck. (laughs) Okay. I believe it. And therefore I am. Why waste time thinking how it may come off to someone else out there in the room that's insecure, that's going to project their insecurities on you. They're not a part of my story. They're not a part of who I'm becoming and where I'm planning on going. So why would I care? And for those right now that are new here, currently listening to this episode, I'm going to tell you this. I don't come from money. I have zero connections. I'm not from the U.S. and English is my third language. I've never had a publicist in my life and I've never asked anyone to help me with anything. Yet, I have a very successful podcast. I have one of the biggest meme accounts. (laughs) I've been in every single magazine that you can think of. I've been in MTV. I've been in Vogue. I've been Harper's Bazaar's cover girl. I was named Meme Queen by Vanity Fair. You know how I was named Meme Queen by Vanity Fair? Because I randomly striked a conversation with a complete stranger at some random party about life. And then guess what? She ended up reaching out to me via email to do a piece on me on Vanity Fair that changed my life. I had no idea who she was when we had this conversation. And it was all because I believed The good things are just randomly happening for me. So if right now you're listening and you have an issue right now with how I'm hyping myself up or how I'm talking to myself or about myself, if it's rubbing you the wrong way, then baby, this episode is not for you. You have other issues that you should work on because I'm not your problem. You're clearly not seeing what I'm seeing. I'm not here to brag. I'm here to show you that anything is possible. And it starts with how you talk to yourself, about yourself, and how you view the world. I want you to come on this journey with me. That is why I'm doing this episode. I want all of us to win. This year is our year. I don't want to do this alone. This is our fucking year to love ourselves, to hype ourselves up and each other, and to get everything we've ever wanted. So here's the thing. Something happened to me (laughs) at one point in my life And I think it was around when my family and I won the green card lottery. I one day just decided to take full credit for it. And whenever I tell the story about the green card lottery, I just say it happened because of me. Because we went to my bar mitzvah and that's when my dad ended up applying for the green card lottery. And then a year later, when they called us to tell us that we won, I was the one that picked up the phone. And because of that, I have taken full credit for my dad filling up the application for everything happening, I was like, nope, it happened because of me. Because we went for my birthday and I was the one to pick up the phone. So that is all because of me. I just always start believing that it's because I'm the luckiest girl and luck just follows me around. And I also believe that that is one of the reasons luck has saved my life a couple of times because of my beliefs. And it's one of the reasons I got to where I am today. Obviously hard work as well, but a sprinkle of luck. I've always said, and whenever I date guys, I'm always like, stick by me because I'm lucky and there's always luck on my side and you will get whatever you wanted. (laughs) I don't think I even realized I was walking around and manifesting this since I was a child. But the more I think about it, the more I believe this, the more people around me started repeating what I was saying. So then we all start to believe it. I mean, my parents literally call me their lucky charm. They've always said that I've been lucky, even though we all come from the same family from the same household, yet I'm the only lucky one. I mean, even when we moved to the US, the school that we were going to, we needed to apply to be in that district. And my sister and I both applied to go to the special school. 
And I just had a feeling I was going to get it. And guess what happened? I got into the district. I got into the school and my sister didn't. So the following year, the only way she was able to finally go get into the school that I was going to was by applying as my sister. (laughs) Because you know what? Luck just always followed me. So looking back now, I realized that it's just how you carry yourself. I was always delusional. (laughs) And I didn't allow anyone or any reality to stop me. I just always knew the things will work out for me. I always say that everything's going to work out and it does. I would say a good example is that my family used to always make fun of me that I'm the only rich one in this family. So basically, I didn't grow up rich. I grew up poor, especially moved to the U.S. We had some money and then my dad made a few bad investments and he lost most of our money, including our college funds. And I decided I wasn't going to let that stop me from wanting the life that I wanted for myself. Since 15, I always knew that I wanted to be rich. I looked at other kids, or especially when you live in Los Angeles and you have friends from Beverly Hills. I mean, that, that, that type of wealth is, <laughs> is mad and it's depressing when you see other people have what you want to have. But instead of being jealous of them, instead of being envious of them, I looked at them as a goal and I told myself, I want that. And I will get that for myself. I don't know how, because I'm only 15, but I will get it. And I walked around like I was one of them, even though I wasn't. And my family, including my sister, they used to always make fun of me. And they always called me the rich one in the family because of the way I acted, the way I carried myself and the, the standards that I had. As if I came from some rich family when I didn't. And I would just laugh it off. And then I would go back into my fantasy. I didn't listen to those jokes because I knew I was destined to be rich and I was destined for so much more. I knew I was going to achieve everything I've ever wanted. I've known this since I was 15. There was no other choice for me, especially when you come from nothing. All you have is your hope. And I've said this before. Hope is the most important thing. Hope and delusion go hand in hand. And hope is is the most important thing that you need. You can't be delusional without hope but I've never given up my hope. So not only did I yearn to be like my rich friends, but again, I pretended that I was. And then eventually I became it. Yes, with hard work and always believing that I can get there. And I think the best example when it comes to manifesting and being delusional was that I grew up in a small apartment where I always had to share a room with my sister. And I was so embarrassed to ever have any of my friends or guys I was dating come to my house because it didn't align with my fantasy of who I wanted to be. And what I would do is every time I was feeling down or every time I didn't feel good enough about myself, I would close my eyes and I imagined the home that I lived in. And this home was this beautiful house in the hills with big open windows and the most beautiful view. And every time I closed my eyes and I imagined it, since I was 15, And I just kept telling myself, when I turn 30, I will buy this house. I don't know where it is. I don't know how. (laughs) I don't know what money I'll be making. But when I turn 30, I will buy a big house in the hills with big open windows and a beautiful view. That's the life I want for myself. For 15 years, I had this dream. And then honestly, eventually I forgot. I got busy with my life. I was working. I had my nine to five as an accountant. I forgot about this house, but just because I forgot about it, the universe didn't. And then one day, out of nowhere, when I turned 30, I was looking for a house. I'm not even thinking about this random dream. 
And in one weekend, just one day, I went to eight different houses and I stepped foot into my current home. It was nice. And I felt drawn to it. I didn't know why I felt drawn to it. And that day I made an offer. We bought the house. And then six months in my house, I was very ungrateful because of how expensive it was. (laughs) I was regretting buying this house. I was having second thoughts. I felt so alone. I felt so lonely. I I was regretting that I bought this house on my own. I always thought that I would imagine myself buying a house with a partner. I didn't want to do this on my own. I didn't feel ready. It was too much, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting outside of my balcony six months into my house, crying, (laughs) wishing I didn't buy this house. (laughs) Trust me, if you're a homeowner, you'll understand. It's a lot at first. So much money goes into buying a house. So anyway... Six months in, I'm crying over this house. And then I just stop crying and I'm looking around on the balcony and suddenly it dawns on me. I have this epiphany. I get chills down my body, my spine. And I realize, oh my God, oh my God, I am sitting in my dream house. I am so busy being quote unquote realistic right now about my bills, how ungrateful I am. You know, I'm so busy being ungrateful that I didn't even realize that I'm sitting in the house that I dreamed for myself since I was 15, poor. (laughs) My parents have never been able to afford a home in the the US. And here I am in my dream house. I've achieved all of this on my own with hard work. I was sitting in a house that's in the hills with a beautiful view and big open windows. And it was my home. And I bought it when I turned 30, just like I told myself I was going to do when I was 15. I'm sorry, but if that's not mind blowing, I don't know what is. I just get choked up even talking about this. And whenever I feel ungrateful or I feel like I want to be realistic, I go back to this one moment and it just makes me realize how thankful I am. And when when we're busy being realistic and complaining about our lives and being ungrateful, we miss out on so many little opportunities and so many moments that we should be thankful for. So just resharing the story makes me feel so thankful. It makes me want to continue being delusional. (laughs) I actually created a manifesting goal list with what I want for myself. But in order for all of this to happen, you have to continuously read over this list. You have to continuously tell yourself that this is going to happen. You have to continuously feel it. Okay. So now think of that one person that we all know that it looks like they have everything they want. This one person, they just have the best energy. They seem to be so lucky. They're constantly living their best life and just everything feels like it comes easily to them. Think of this person. They became that bitch because they decided they were that bitch, okay? They don't entertain anything else other than this being their reality that they're living their best life, everything comes to them easily, they are that bitch. And once they keep telling that to themselves, that's what happens. And when they act like they're that bitch, everyone around them thinks that they are that bitch. Do you get that? So you have to decide right now that no matter what your current circumstances are, that everything is always working out for you. It's all happening for you. Everything is changing for the better. I have a feeling that my life is about to change for the better. 
Good things are coming my way. This is my year. I can feel it. So this is where we dive into frequency illusion, which I've kind of discussed in prior episodes. So frequency illusion is basically the result of two interacting psychological biases, and that is selective attention, which basically means you're noticing things that are currently important to you, and then you're disregarding the rest. And then the second one is confirmation bias. And that means you're looking for information that supports your hypothesis, and then you're disregarding information that does not. I know that sounds really complicated, but here's what frequency illusion means. It's basically the red car example. And that is, if I'm talking to my friend and I say, oh my God, that's so crazy. Everywhere I go, I'm always seeing red Toyotas. And my friend goes, I never see red Toyotas. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. Okay, bye. I'll see you later. My friend will go home and then that day they will probably see, I don't know, 10 red Toyotas out of nowhere. And they'll be like, what the hell? What's going on? Why am I suddenly seeing red Toyotas? That is because the minute your brain registered that, your brain will try to prove the statement to be correct. Same example if I keep telling you, whatever you do, do not think about number two. Number two doesn't exist. Never, ever, ever, ever imagine the number two in your mind. What are you going to do? You're going to imagine number two. (laughs) That's all you're thinking about now because your brain is trying to now prove the statement to be correct or not correct. So then how does this apply with being delusional? How does this frequency illusion apply to this? Well, you have to start telling yourself something and then your brain will try to prove this to be correct, like the red car. So that means you got to start talking to yourself in a way where you like yourself, in a way like, you know, why is everyone so obsessed with me? Why am I literally the best at my job? Why is this man so in love with me? When I keep saying, why is this man so in love with me? My brain will go back to different scenarios to try to prove different moments where this man was so in love with me. And then I will walk around feeling so loved and I will attract so much love. Not just from this random man, whoever he is, but from everyone else around me. And the more I will attract love, the more people want to be around me. And then even this man wasn't in love with me, By him seeing how everyone else is so drawn to me, that would subconsciously make him drawn to me as well. That's the power of illusion. I know. So this is where you have your friend who's listening to this episode can do this exercise with you. So if you don't believe in yourself, you have your friend say things to you like, oh my gosh, why won't this guy get over you? Or why are you so rich? Why are you so pretty? Why do you always get free stuff? How are you always going on free vacations? And then this is where your brain will go into work mode trying to prove this to be true. So once you start to believe this, the universe and everyone around you will start to believe it too. When you're lucky, more luck finds you. I used to say that whenever I scratch lottery tickets, I always got my money back. And then that's exactly what constantly was happening for me. Every time I went to buy a lottery ticket from the gas station, before I even scratched it, I was so confident in myself and I would say, oh, I'm about to win my money back. And then that's exactly what happens. I would win my money back. How crazy is that? Try even something small. Today, I'm going to get free coffee. Today, someone's going to give me their number. Why am I the luckiest girl in the world? People are just always smiling at me. Life 
is just working out for me. Why am I so loved? I am so loved. I am so lovable. I am good enough. I am more than good enough. Everyone wants to be around me. Why is this going to be the best year of my life? Why is everything actually happening for me? I just know good things are coming my way. Things like that. There's that saying that everything comes in three. From bad things to good things. When one good thing happens, let's say people start to smile at you, you attract more goodness. Or if you think bad things are happening for you, then you know you start to attract more bad things. Circumstances could change at any instance. That means that just because you're having a bad day today, it doesn't mean that you can't start over tomorrow. So just think where you were at last year versus where you are at now. Things change in a blink of an eye. That is why you must do this now. You have to start to believe in yourself now. You have to start being kind to yourself now. You have to start being delusional as fuck right now. It is never too late to start, but you have to start now. I don't care what other people think. They are not on your level. This is not their story. This is your story. Let them be miserable. Let them be realistic with their pathetic life. I don't care about them. This is about you and me. I'm talking to you. You are not living for them. You have to start living for yourself. And you start this by being delusional. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to my episode on how to be delusional. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it, creating it. I hope you can believe my words when I tell you your life is going to change this year. Because I know mine will. And I want you to come on this journey with me. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and make sure you never miss an episode again. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we post the episodes on YouTube on Friday. YouTube is almost adulting. And please follow me on TikTok as I'm planning on blowing up this year on TikTok. My TikTok is Viola Benson, and I will be posting a lot of podcast episodes on TikTok as well. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Almost Adulting, and follow me on TikTok. And of course, if you have any time, leave me a five-star review. I always love reading your reviews and I always appreciate it. But yeah, I hope you thrive and I hope you win. I want you to. You're so fucking delusional and I love it. Bye.